Welcome to Faith, Life, and Inspiration with Tim Andes. Um, here today doing this podcast on Sunday morning before our last service in North Carolina, Hickory, North Carolina. And I've been able to spend and have the opportunity to spend the uh, weekend with Brothers of Light, Precious Faith as we uh, heard many services um, over the weekend that were lifting up Jesus Christ and encouraging young men to carry the torch and elder, older ones as well. Um, it was amazing services to be in. It was a refreshing to hear men of God that are called and anointed to minister be able to share their experiences. My main desire was to meet other brothers and to make divine connections with brothers that are in the message. And, um, and when I say in the message, I mean in Christ. And they're wanting to follow and do His will because the message is Jesus Christ and lifts and glorifies Him only. Um, it was also, I had the pr- a privilege to meet many young men and um, to glean from the years of experience and learn how to conduct myself as a young minister in the gospel. Um, I wanted to hear my pastor, Brother Eddie Biskel, who Brother Branham talks about, as a, a wonderful man, humble man, missionary and to the Indians, Native Americans. And um, also Brother Tim Dodd is a, a our church mission director and I felt to, I wanted to go and support them in in my amens and um, just whatever I could do and uh, God provided a way it was the best $750 I'll, I'll ever spend for my ticket and things but um, God does provide and he gives us the ability to uh, have these moments in time where we can um, learn and grow and I'm just so thankful I had this opportunity There were many highlights and wonderful times of fellowship. The greatest for me was the power of the word and the demonstration that God was present in every service. The meetings, I believe, were truly bride material, and they did what the prophet always referred ministry should be, and that is for the edification, for instruction, and for leadership in our daily life. I was happy to meet many young men who were younger than myself, and when people believe that the new generation has no desire for the things of God, I have been a witness this weekend that that is false. There are millennials and a younger generation that are grabbing a hold of this message, and they're running with all that's within themselves. So I encourage any young man or young brother uh, that would hear this podcast, continue on, stay faithful in, your, in the little things, and keep ourselves focused on the prize, the rapture, not looking to be, make something of ourselves, but to lift up Jesus Christ. My prayer was going into these meetings for God to meet the desires of my heart. And in one of the devotions um, led by Brother Pastor Barry Coffey, um, we were given this opportunity to write down things. And I had already done this in the first service, coming to the service before Brother Aaron McGarry spoke. And I had written down uh, seven or eight things that I needed from the Lord. And I believe the Lord will, has answered them or will answer them in His time. The meetings were based on the scripture in Genesis eighteen seventeen to 19 and I'd just like to read that, Genesis eighteen seventeen to 19 And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. 
And that last verse, verse 19, is the key verse, I believe, that we command our children and we run our household the way God would want us to. And for me, I, I just really have always had this desire to, to get leadership um, as a father now to run my house the way God wants to. And I want to use biblical principles because the Bible works. And it's my revelation that God wants us and, and has instructed us through our prophet Branham, Brother Branham, seven letters as Abraham is also, um, given us the tools and the necessary meat and diet we need, the only diet we need to be able to run our homes efficiently and with success. And I came to these meetings with that expectation that the author of life would speak directly to the things in my life. And looking over my notes, I see God in everything from the beginning of these meetings till the end. It truly has been supernatural. And now we're just getting ready for the last service here on Sunday morning. But since I was a young boy, I always knew God had something on my life. And he wanted me to do something. And so we started off, and this is maybe a little bit of background and testimony about myself, um, as well as how we got here, asking the question, how did we get here? Um, many people want to say it's because you're a minister's son or um, because you're in Brother Biscoe's church. Um, but it, looking back, it, it, it's not either of those. It's an individual walk. And at the end of the day, I have to make, as every human has to make, a decision to serve Jesus Christ. And I had a, at an early age, and I did this demonstration once at our camp on, our, on my phone, Jesus is calling you. And you have the ability to accept or to decline the call. Or some people, they just let it ring, 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 and then it goes to voicemail. Well, I believe God at an early age called my number. And many times I, I maybe let it go to voicemail and wait a little longer. Maybe this isn't the time. Uh, maybe I even click sometimes the reject button because I was upset or I didn't understand as a young man growing up certain things and why th certain things happened in the church or why certain things happened, but God knew that that was molding my character. And I just am so thankful to see God's hand in my life, my, the tender hand of Jehovah. I had a father that showed me grace and showed me love. And this weekend now I've felt the presence of God and being strengthened by other men of God to continue to run my household God's way. And Brother Aaron McGarry spoke on that in the first service. We want to be men after God's own heart. And taking that of David and Saul and how Saul was king, but David had respect for him, even though he was out of line, even though he was not called. Towards the end, Saul, Saul um, went off of his calling. He was anointed by Samuel the prophet. He was blessed as long as he stayed under that anointing. But then when he started to do things his own way, God could not bless his life. And so I took that, and I, that service was very impactful for me. Spoke to many of the personal things I've been dealing with in my own life and making me realize that we need God in our life. We need him in our heart. And we need him to have preeminence in our lives, not just in our body, not just in our spirit, but also in our soul, in every aspect. He's the head, and we are the chest or the heart, and we need to give our heart to God. Let him pump through us the blood and let the life 
and let him outflow to our lives and to others through our lives. We want to be God's image. I'm just reading some of the notes I had from this first service. Uh, we want to be the, our whole spirit given over to the Lord as in First Thessalonians 5.23 referenced. We want to give our whole spirit to the Lord, not just partial, but completely to him. Because our spirit, as Brother Aaron spoke on, is what is the barrier that for, for us to receive the word. Those things that we have, memory, imagination, conscious, affection, and reasoning. The devil is always trying to pervert that. And therefore, we need to submit our spirit daily to him. And let God fill us. And that going from these meetings, that's my desire. That every day when I wake up, I would submit my spirit to the Lord. And I would submit my body to Him. And know that all unbelief can be written. As Brother Tim Dodd mentioned on the Saturday morning. That all unbelief is gone when faith takes over. Another thing that was very mighty for me in that first service was the undoing. The process of undoing wrong. And it takes a time when you make mistakes as young men or a young brother um, or anyone makes a mistake. It takes a process of time for th that to be undone, but it will happen. And for individuals, and I've come to this rest, that some people will forgive you immediately. Some people will take time and some people may never forgive you for what you've done. But that's between them and the Lord. I just want to know that my heart is right with God. So in that f service, I also felt like Brother Aaron was like the Lord's hands, and he was a great doctor, helping the great doctor Jesus do a heart, uh, heart fix, fixing out all the blockages, all the things that are not of him, and breaking through so that we could continue to live. So he dealt with that, the issue of our heart, and how we need to be more sincere as believers in this age, that we need to be children that are provoked to love, not to anger. We need to be children that are tenderly and lovingly giving our, our attitude to our wives. And, and if our attitude isn't right, then our, our prayers are affected by our ad attitude towards our wives. And that was so impactful that we need to be praying with our wives as I already do. But to do that more and be in the Word more and to grow more as a young brother. So that's my desire from that first service my prayer I wrote at the end is that, Lord, I want to be the true man that you, that you desire me to be. I want to be a son that can be the, um, tutored, that can be teachable, that can be moldable in your hand. One thing, more thing from Brother Aaron's service that was impactful was that Saul at the end destroyed his entire legacy. He had the wrong heart, the wrong desire, wouldn't admit mistakes when he was wrong. Um, had a faulty leadership and David though had the character of Christ and he was able to handle Saul unlike Saul who wasn't able to handle David David could handle Saul and he could also handle an Absalom when people came against David he handled them with love truly uh, showing that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever and he, he used David as a type of who Jesus Christ would be one day and when he came, and then now he's in a bride today and forever until the rapture. Amen. I believe God has spoken in that first service to me directly. There was a few messages I wanted to bring out in that service. Why? 610128, if you want to listen to that service. 
um, that's 1961, January 28th. And then um, another service that Brother Aaron mentioned was Jehovah Jireh. And that means God is our provider. And that, that's something the Lord's been really helping me to recognize that He is our provider. And Brother Brandon preaches that several times. And if you're needing um, God to come on this scene for you and provide for your needs, whether it's financially, emotionally, spiritually, uh, in any way, God, God, God hears and He answers prayer. Amen. Uh, moving into the next service um, on Saturday, um, Brother Barry gave some instruction before Brother Tim Dodge spoke, and uh, I just wanted to share it with you. It was really good and, and shown to me that God wants us to run our households. Sorry, this is the devotions before Brother Tim Dodd um, spoke on the Saturday morning. And he talked about how God is the head, then the husband, and then the family is underneath that. And they're working together in harmony, I believe. And we want to take the yoke of God and work together um, as brothers. And that really that camaraderie and that feeling of moving forward and that we're not all alone and that we as young men or men in the message that have maybe been longer down the road are actually all working together for the same purpose. We're not divided. We're not questioning motives or objectives. But we're working together, being seasoned by the experiences of men that have gone before us as my pastor, who I can learn and sat under him for over 20 years, was dedicated by Brother Biscoll. And this great man of God we can learn so much from and that's really why I wanted to come to these services was was to be able to glean from men of God that have gone before us brother Barry a wonderful brother pastor in Hickory there of the Hickory Truth Tabernacle um, gave a lot of very good um, counsel very uh, short devotions but very impactful there's a few things I might share from that later on but he talked about how technology is taking over people 3g 4g and now they want 5g and it's getting people less and less personal more and more distracted and i desire that through this podcast and through the message that we would find ourselves in the word of god more making sure of our absolute that the bible stands as true amidst all the destruction of manhood, the destruction of biblical principles being all destroyed all around us, we can stand without unashamed believing that Jesus is the answer to every question, every doubt. And in that uh, morning devotions, uh, and maybe I'll talk about it in a future podcast, how God leads us to repentance. But Jonah was sent to Nineveh, and he was sent with a message of repentance. Elijah was sent to Israel. And he had a message of repentance. William Branham was sent to Laodicea with a message of repentance. At the end of the day, these men of God were, doesn't matter how they got there, like Jonah, he went out of God's will, but God actually turned it around to be his perfect will. And the Ninevites received him because of how God brought him to them through a fish. And then they repented of their way. And I, I believe that Elijah also was called and Elisha Elisha was underneath Elijah and Elijah couldn't or Elisha could not go f- uh, 
out into his office or step into his office until Elijah was taken off the scene. It's important to realize that as young men, we do not want to take offices in the church without it being the will of God. Uh, in fact, Brother Branham teaches that we should not look for position in the church. We should be those that are submitting ourselves, walking humbly, and God will open the doors. And I want to encourage any young brother that um, I've noticed in my own self, in my own few um, times I've ministered in different places that it always works best when God puts on the hearts of other men to recognize your gift. Don't push yourself out there. You're not a salesman trying to sell yourself um, to be a minister. God, if, if God has put a hand, as Brother Tim Dodd on the Saturday morning so well put it, if God put his hand on you and God called you, you don't have to be ashamed. Gifts and callings are without repentance. But it's the steadfastness, it's staying in the word that is lacking. And I, and I say that across the board. Uh, ministers that are in the, in the message for a long time, they, they can get, like Brother Tim Dodd was talking about, they can get to where they think they know everything or they, they think they know everything. And that's not where we want to be. We want to be teachable. And I believe throughout my whole life, however long we have on this earth, that we can stay teachable, moldable, but be teachable under godly ministries. Not, not men that are seeking position or seeking to um, lift up their own ministry on this earth. That's the kind of men I want to um, surround myself with. So in that morning devotion is another um, topic that Brother Barry Coffey brought up was praying for the match. And that match, what he's talking about is, Lord, my thoughts would match your thoughts. And I wrote this down. My hands would touch would match your hands my feet would touch your feet and do what you want me to do and god meets the need he shows us where to go but at the end of the day everyone that's listening you need to remind yourself that the dove the spirit of god must abide on you daily and i so loved how brother barry brought that out he said that it's like the dove sitting on your shoulder and if if you're not in the right spirit daily, you're not having that spirit on you, the Holy Spirit guiding you, you're going to fall. You're going to fall and you're going to make mistakes. And people do this. And Brother Brennan, I love how he talks about it. And when a person gets out from what the spirit would do, they, the, 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 the dove is a gentleman. He just goes off. He flies away. But then he comes back again. And he can come back to a heart that will submit themselves and... A perfect heart of a true believer is not meaning that they were perfect. We're imperfect people uh, being used of God to preach to imperfect people to bring them to perfection through God's word. And that's only the only thing that will bring us to perfection is when we receive the word for our day. Amen. Um, after the morning devotions, Brother Tim Dodd spoke on the measure of faith. And how gifts and callings are without repentance. And he read the chapter of Romans 12, which I would encourage you. And if you know Brother Tim Dodd, he's, he's spoken on this before. Um, as a teacher, he's very gifted in his um, calling to be speaking about the body, spirit, soul. And um, really bringing it to light. And it's always good to go over that, the five senses of our body that we have. How that must be submitted to Christ. Let him flow through us. But also in our spirit realm, we must continually um, 
discern when the devil is trying to come and attack us, and he does. Good ministers, every minister, um, and and I think that's the beauty of Brother Biscoll and and the and the ministry that I'm I've been under for the last twenty years is they've always been very transparent, and um, when they made mistakes, they they're quick to repent. And I believe that's the heart of every true believer is when we make a mistake, when we realize we're wrong, we're quick to ask God to forgive us. We turn from our sins and we move on and take steps of faith of and of grace towards him. One thing that really stuck out to me in Brother uh, Tim Dodd's service, and I actually took the most notes, 10 pages of notes in his service, was all belief is gone and faith and love abide in the true believer and the devil wants to bring us in subjection to his will and the devil is contrary to the word and the greatest battle we are fighting as believers is in our minds and i want you to realize and i maybe one day and i'll talk about this in a future podcast the devil is trying to attack us because he knows we have the truth if a person didn't have the truth Therefore, then the enemy would not attack them. If the enemy did not see value in that person or that individual, the devil wouldn't attack them. But when you have truth and you have mixed it with faith, you have an overcoming believer and the devil hates that revelation. Therefore, it is the recognizing that we are in the greatest battle, as Brother Tim Dodd said, but we must be on offense, and we also must be on defense. We can't just be on one side. We can't be young men just fully on board on our offense and not covering up, as he, Brother Tim spoke on, um, the weaknesses or the frailties or the things that the devil knows he can come and attack. And he'll slip in whatever it takes, trying to steal our time, steal our joy. But God has come to restore in this last days. I believe Brother Tim Dodd also was instructing young men as his vision is, and he's done it in the past for years at our at our uh, church with some of the young brothers. I never was involved, but um, I know my brother-in-law was, and he said it was a great blessing that he wants to see maturity in young men. I really appreciate about that, Brother Tim Dodd, and I hope in the future I'll be able to have more time and just glean from his wisdom. Um, and that's what we really need to do. We, The devil will try and come in and bring divisions with young ministers and older or misunderstandings even. But at the end of the day, we need one another. The, the older ones need the younger ones, and the younger ones, we definitely need the older ones. We cannot go out and be a maverick or be a person or a one-man ministry because that doesn't work. We are in a new, we've stepped into a new phase and time in the message where we need to work in unity as a body, not doing things out of order, but in order. And when we do things in order, God blesses us. One major topic Brother Tim Dodd um, spoke on was the renewing of our minds and how that God proves His will to us. And that was so impactful to me. God is proving His will and what He would want us to do. And I've talked to Brother Tim before about this personally, but he re again reiterated that God has different ways of confirming to you um, your gift and calling. Um, he might use individuals to speak to you, which is wonderful. Personally, I don't look for the, the a affirmation or the lifting up of others. It is very encouraging, though, 
um, the, as Brother Branham says, the, the one I do want to please and the one I want to have smile and say well done is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you might not get pats on the back all the time but um, and not feel like you're in the will of God, but I'm so glad we don't go by feelings. We go by faith. Amen? So I just want to encourage you, if you're low or feeling weak, let God renew your mind. If you've been bogged down or if you've listened to traps and been caught in a web of unbelief, uh, which is happening today, there's a great web spread out and the devil is attacking this message. Uh, but at the end of the day, those that maybe even get caught in this web can be free if they just look to Jesus and look to the cross. They, he can let, set them free before the spider comes and wraps them up and puts poison in them and kills them. Amen. In one message, Brother, Brother Tim Dodd said, and encouraged young man to listen to, is your life worthy of the gospel? And he also spoke in Hebrews a little bit about how we are amateur creators and the devil hates that. And I would encourage you, find yourself in the Word. And that's why I take notes in church, so I can go back and be able to take these to my family so that they can then hear the goodness of God. And why I'm doing this podcast is so if, if I were not able to share these to my son or my future children, that they will be able to know what their father has gone through, that they will be able to know if it's only for that purpose, if it didn't reach anyone else, I know God has me doing what I need to do, and that's to pass down, as Brother, Brother Barry brought out, we are to pass down generationally what God has given to us. We are not to hold it all within, and I think that's real wisdom. Um, a person could be uh, inclusive and not let others around them, but it shows the lack of maturity in a ministry. It doesn't matter the age of the individual when they will not allow other ministers to come up under their leadership um, and, and they feel that they're inferior. That shows a real lack of maturity. And I'm so thankful that our church and other churches um, encourage young brothers because it's a real lack in the message in many parts where where there's a, not an encouraging of wanting to, they, uh, to have labor, co-laborers in the field. Um, many people, they have the, they're the chief reaper, or they're the main one, and they need to realize the chief reaper is Jesus Christ, and that we are just the co-laborers, the reapers in the field, along with the chief reaper, or the chief shepherd. Um, and we need to guide ourselves and live our, live our lives according to his word. Uh... Lots more could be said. Um, there's a lot more scriptures, but but Tim really laid out very nicely with PowerPoints and things. I've written a lot of notes here. I'm just looking through them. Um, truly, this message is wonderful. And one message mentioned by Brother Tim Dodd, and also mentioned by by my, by Brother Biscoll on the evening of Saturday was uh, the message influence. And I had been in that message every year at the beginning of the school year. I listened to that message a couple of times, um, 1963, 1130B, and um, that message has really uh, been an example message for me, a pillar for me to watch my influence, recognize, as my pastor said, on the Saturday evening, we have an area of influence. Brother Biscoe cannot reach every person. Um, he, can, uh, he knows that, and he knew that these men that he's speaking to 
are men of God and they have to go to their churches and they have to go to their area and they have to be the lighthouse. So it's not one man putting up a lighthouse and that's what I so love about Brother Biscoll. He was a friend of the prophet, walked with the prophet, has had a ministry for many years, but he's saying, young men, run with this message. Run with all within you. Don't give up. Don't look back. Don't compromise on the word. And that's really the, the message from Brother Tim Dodd and Brother Biscoll. Um, being in my church, that's really the, the heart of God telling us as young brothers, continue to press the battle. I believe that God has given us offices. There's five uh, five-fold ministry offices and we must respect each one they have their part and place in the body and one thing I want to say and where I stand on the ministry of Brother Branham is Brother Branham was over the five-fold ministry and he gave us a word fitly spoken that then the five-fold ministry can catch the revelation and then they can take that message out it is this is the only way the only way we will go in the rapture is when there's a God-called five-fold ministry that will go into all the earth. The answer is not to just play the tapes or just to have Brother Branham and say Brother Branham's your prophet. There will be pe good people that will say Brother Branham was their prophet or that they, they, they think the message is, a, is a okay, but they don't have the life of Jesus Christ. And if Brother Branham were here today, he would say, you need the life of Jesus Christ. He would say, don't listen to me. He, he actually says these things. Don't listen to me. Listen to God, what God is telling you to do. And Brother Branham was so humble. He's our example. He's the one I want to I model my life after in so many ways. Um, but to recognize there are five offices in a church um, and, and as a pastor, evangelist, teacher, uh, uh, apostles, and prophets. A, a prophet is a preacher um, and not a major word prophet. And so you can have those five gifts operating in even one church. Um, and, and it's so beautiful when you see God operating and the unity of the brethren. But the devil is, is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And I would encourage you, don't ever discount the five-fold ministry. There have been a lot of impersonators. There's been a lot of copycats. There's been a lot of fakes. But at the end of the day, there are a true five-fold ministry. That they, their desire is to preach the word in its purity without in, imputing their little ideas that you must follow them or imp putting in ideas, uh, seeds of doubt into people's hearts of true fivefold ministers. The true desire of every believer must be we have one goal. And how are we going to get to that goal? How are we going to get to that goal of the rapture? How are we going to do that? When the last ones come in. How are the last ones going to come in? Only when a young person and a young brother or a young sister and everyone comes under and their heart is after God, like David. And they might have committed murder. They might be tatted up. They might have drugs. They might have had drinking in their past. But when God comes by their way, all these things, all these desires leave. The last thing I really loved from Brother Tim Dodd's service was, we want the giver, not the gift. We must look at the giver of the gift. It's not us. 
is not about any one person. And if you're listening to me today, as I told many young people over the weekend when they when they loved um, fellowshipping with me, it's not me that we need to listen to. It is the message of the hour. And therefore, God then uses the fivefold ministry to to bring out nuggets in the Word of God to then express to the people. So anyone that tells you the fivefold ministry is separate from Brother Branham's message is antichrist. And that is backed up through scriptures, and that is backed up from Brother Branham himself. And it is very key that we realize that God still uses men. As soon as any individual says that God does not use men today to minister the gospel, they have left the message of Jesus Christ. They have left the word, and they have taken on an antichrist spirit. And I do not personally want to be in that boat. I'm not going to sail that ship. doesn't matter who the person is that's sailing the ship. If they're sailing in the wrong direction, and they're not going where I want to go, which is heaven, then I, and, and they're and they're manifesting themselves and they get caught up in the first pool and the second pool but they don't want to get ready and they don't want to receive that third pool which was the opening of the word for our day that's where the power is that's where the recognizing that the gift will grow according to the maturity of your seed I'll say that again the gift in your life will grow according to the maturity of your seed. And that's something that needs to be recognized that even though you might be young or someone you might have grown up in a church all your life, like I have, and people know you as a little boy, but now you've come to maturity. You need to show yourself accountable, steward of your time, show that you're a steward in your finances, and then God will bless you. Last words that Brother Tim Dodd was was trying to minister to us that I wrote down is just be yourself. Stay with what God has spoken. Stay with what you have, the little you have to offer, and put it in God's hands. And one very key misunderstood uh, thing in the message even is we do not want to stumble into Balaam's ministry. We do not want to have the doctrine of Balaam who was a prophet who had a calling, but at the end, he cursed. He cursed the very people that could have helped him. And today we see that. The very ones they came and they've risen against the ministers in the message. They've, true, fivefold ministers. They've come against and they have received the doctrine of Balaam. And they have spread that message now. And the message of, and the doctrine of Balaam will take many souls away. But at the same time, we've received a message that will restore, thus saith the Lord, and it will bring people to their ought-to-be condition. It will find the last seed. And how are they going to find out? By recognizing the message for their day. Who's going to take that message to the people? The five-fold ministry. God called men. And you don't even have to be a minister to send out this message. I know many brothers personally that have sponsored printing hub stations. The message hub, which I have a link in this podcast on. The message hub is a free way for people to receive and listen and read the message in their language. 
so impactful. Economically, it's out of this world. It's free. But at the end of the day, you still need to have a great value on every message you read. As Brother Aaron McGarry at one of our camps brought out a few years ago, it used to be thousands of dollars. And as another minister in the gospel shared with me this past week, used to, reminding me it used to be thousands and thousands of dollars for the message tapes and for the books. But now it's become so cheap, so affordable. I hope as a new generation we don't start to devalue the very thing that has eternal value. I pray God bless you. There was another brother, um, Brother Jason Watkins, who I really enjoyed. It was my first time to actually hear him personally speak, besides one other time he spoke at our church. Um, but his subject was on co contrasting believers and the making of a perfect man and how w Jehovah Eagle is watching over us, providing for our every need. And as the eaglets, as the young children, we must realize we've always had our wings we are always been an eagle, once an eagle, always an eagle, and that we were born to fly. And Brother Mark Aho, um, who wrote Winds of Faith, was at those services, um, these services, and he was able to sing that song, Winds of Faith, at the end. And I just love how God takes you when you submit your wings, your life, put it in His hands, you watch God take your faith to another level. In that message, um, Brother Brother Jason mentioned the message Shalom, 6401.19. The message Shalom. Brother Brandon preaches that a couple times. If you'd like to also listen to that, that would be wonderful. One thing I really, really enjoyed about Brother Jason was the simplicity of the gospel and the approach he brought to the word. And... Many of the things I shared in Africa about separating ourselves from all unbelief. Now God has called us to a holy calling. Like Abraham, we have to separate ourselves. Uh, he brought out so many good nuggets. And one of them was, do not refuse. Do not refuse. Or don't refuse. Don't refuse to remove the landmarks. And there was a man of God sitting in that service who's been a landmark. He's been unwavering in his faith. He's held the banner high. And I want to say at the end of, towards the ending of his life, as he's gotten older, that there are young men that will not refuse to, will not remove this landmark, but his legacy will continue on. If time should tarry, his legacy will remain forever and hold into the hearts of men of God that will continue to run this with this message. Another major point that Brother Jason brought out was biblical manhood is an offense to the world. And I believe that was another Brother Jason in his church that brought that out in a Bible study. And I thought that was so good. Biblical manhood is an offense to this world. And you know what, brothers and sisters, whoever listens to this, it goes for the sisters too. Biblical sisterhood or womanhood is an offense. To be a real lady is an offense to the world. And I'm so thankful that we aren't part of movements that are causing people actually to feel free from the word because that's really what these movements are. They're trying to say we're free and we, we're so happy that we, we left the message or we left the Bible or we no longer believe in 
in a, a normal marriage or we no longer believe in in certain things but you know at the end of the day god's word never fails and i encourage you find your liberation find your freedom in christ and you watch a true liberation happen in fact the people that say they're liberated outwardly internally they are the ones that are bound they're the ones that their marriages fall apart they're the ones that when faced with realities of life they have gone so much into a depressive oppressive state because they've surrounded their mind with negativity and they've lifted up their mind above the things of god i don't want to be that person and as the theme of these services was as for me and my house we will serve the lord every home has a responsibility to apply the token there are families that have literally been under the token for 20 30 some 40 years and now they've decided to walk out of the house right when the death angel is coming throughout the land and they will be destroyed i pray that real men would rise up whether you're single whether you're newly married whether you've been married for 30 years apply the token and reapply it again because you need it for your house our children will not go in the rapture if they don't have the token themselves and the only way they're going to have the token is they see individuals the mom and dad so submitted to christ that they want what they have i encourage you in love find your place make your calling and election sure for you are a masterpiece you may have made flaws you may have made mistakes but you are a masterpiece this has been a little bit longer of a podcast but i just wanted to share what god did for me at these services and i'm looking forward to this last service this sunday morning i pray god bless you lead and guide you in the name of jesus christ we pray amen amen i want to leave you off with a song uh, by our brother wes our deal who actually is at these meetings as well and um just really love him and i told him that um he sang a lot of good songs over the years and the devil tried to attack his throat had to get surgery and different things he's had to go through in his life but music is a is a gift just as the ministry is with a tim dodd mentioned and um i want to be able to to receive from different ministries and um ones that have been faithful and recognize those and brother west is one of those he stayed faithful he stayed true and he's been such a blessing in my life so i hope you enjoy this uh song
Amen. Whatever it is in your life, it's already done. God bless you. I hope this testimony of my trip to North Carolina has been a blessing to you. And I encourage you if you're a believer of the message. uh, If you want to go next year, you just uh, get in contact with me. I can give you the details of uh, who's in charge and where it's going to be next year. I believe it's going to be a different location. So God bless you richly. And uh, we just want to pray for one another as we continue to fight uh, the battle against the devil, knowing it's already done. We've already uh, got our new bodies waiting for us. We're just waiting for that to catch up and our time on this earth to be no more and spend eternity together with brothers and sisters of like precious faith. God bless you.